The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, May 10th edition. I hope everybody had a great weekend. I hope everybody had a great Mother's Day weekend, uh, as they are the real MVPs in this game we play. So I uh, appreciate them. Hope you guys had a great time with them and we'll spend some time with friends and family as we're starting to get closer to normal, which is fun. It's, it's never going to be the same, but it's getting closer. So good stuff there. Hope everybody had a great weekend and enjoyed themselves. We had a lot more baseball, all kinds of fun stuff out there to, to enjoy over the weekend. Um, if you want to get in the fantasy DJ and Slack chat, they were bumping it for NASCAR for MMA. We had a takedown in MMA. Hart, Zach Harvey crushed that one. Uh, there's a lot of baseball chatter. There's stuff wherever you want it. It's there. You can find it. You create it. You make it happen. So come join the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. It's, it's a good time. But also, if you'd like to see my written content for DFS, it's at rotobar.com. Doing uh, DFS content five days a week. And on Sundays, my season-long waiver wire article for outfielders drops. So go check that out to get your fix there. Also, if you want to give a rate and review to the podcast on iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. MLB DFS Quick Hits. And if you're a season-long baseball player, Bench with Bubba. Go check that out as well. Last week, I had Bench with Bubba, Bubba in the Baffle episode 82. And then I had Steve Gardner from USA Today join me on Thursday. So lots of good stuff there. We'll have a couple more episodes this week coming your way on Bench with Bubba to keep your season-long fantasy baseball itched. And lastly, if you'd like to play PGA DFS, where we liked Rory McIlroy quite a bit this last week. We talked about it for a few different reasons, and uh, he ended up taking it down. So that was good, which, you know, he should. He's one of the best golfers in the world. But um, the always pressing PGA DFS podcast will be breaking it down for you each and every Monday evening to get you ready for the week's PGA Tour action. So check that out. But you're here for MLB DFS. We got six games on a Monday, but be careful. Weather in Colorado 50 to 65% chances of rain as I record late on a Sunday night. So keep track of that on Monday. If it's too wet to play, we'll see a doubleheader later in the week, just like we saw last week between the Giants and the Rockies. If not, you might get some low ownership in Coors. It depends on your risk tolerance level. Could be a fun one, but let's get cracking on this slate. we got three totals out of the six so far. Reds, Pirates, total of eight. Red Sox, Orioles, nine and a half. Rangers, Giants, seven. Pitching on this slate is six games, not good, Bob. You have Alex Wood at $9,800, leads the way. He's a really solid pick against the Texas Rangers. Wood's been outstanding his last start. Give up two. He's given up no more than two runs in all four starts. 
He struck out at least seven or more in three, two of his last three. He only struck out two of his last time, but got 13 to one ground ball to fly ball ratio. So he pitched great, just didn't get DK points. He got no strikeouts against Colorado in Coors Field. I'll let that one slide. But his last two home starts, 27.9, 30.6 points against Colorado and Miami. Gets a Texas Rangers team who I like to usually play against left-handed pitching, and it could be a contrarian route to get Adelise Garcia and company. But going into Sunday, they strike out over 24% of the time versus lefties with a 138 ISO and a 91 WRC+. plus. So you can take advantage of them, especially potentially in San Francisco's eight, uh, was it now, Oracle Park. So I like Wood at 9800 bucks. Very solid play. Could be a nice Fanduel option for you as well. But uh, Wood at 98 is there. Tyler Molly at 94 is the second highest priced pitcher. I like the strikeout upside from Tyler Molly. Downside is he's facing Pittsburgh, a Pittsburgh Pirates team who actually doesn't strike out very much. A Pittsburgh Pirates team that actually got to Kyle Hendricks on Sunday, given the defense behind him was pretty bad. But they strike out a little over 22% of the time for trying to pitching. Not great, not bad. Hit 233, 118 ISO, 87 WRC+. I'm good with going back to attacking Pittsburgh. You got Tyler Molly in um, PNC Park, pitcher-friendly ballpark, 9400 bucks. There's not a lot of good pitching to have on the slate. So Molly at 94, a guy that we've seen pitch very, very well this season. He has five or more Ks in every single start this year. He's got 14 and a half or more points in four of five starts. He got beat up his last start against the Cubs. Prior to that, at the Dodgers, Arizona, at the Giants, at Arizona, pitched out to get a total of three earned runs in 20, point, 20 and two-thirds innings before his last start up blown up. So he's been outstanding. Um, I don't mind him at all at 9400 bucks against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Not playing Luke Weaver, but Kyle Gibson, 8,500 at the San Francisco Giants is very intriguing. We already mentioned Alex Wood, total seven of this game, probably the lowest total on the slate. So you can get Kyle Gibson in this matchup, a Giants offense that I respect the snot out of, not just because I'm a Giants fan. They're actually quite productive this year, hitting it very well. But at the same time, they're striking out nearly 28% of the time versus right-handed pitching. That is not good. 226 average, 186 ISO, 101 WRC+. So they show some power, but overall average offense against right-handed pitching and that near 28% strikeout rate versus righties really bodes well for Alex or for Kyle Gibson uh, coming off eight K's at Minnesota. He has four more K's and four straight starts the, the fantasy production. He has at least basically uh, 17 points in six straight starts. That is outstanding at 8,600 bucks. You kind of have to go back to him and it sucks because this giants offense is scary uh, at times. So I would never be shocked if something happened. You got Yastrzemski, you got um, Talkman, Duggars hitting the ball decent. We have Belton Crawford off on the left side. Posey's on fire. Longo's hitting it well. They're just a weird smorgasbord of old and young, and they're making it work. But uh, Gibson at 85, definitely, definitely a play on this weird small slate. If you're looking for cheapies, there's not much. You can make a small argument for Mar- Martin Perez at $7,300 against the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles the team I like, but striking out 23.5% of the time. First left-handed pitching. They do have a 274 average and a 153 ISO and a 110 WRC plus first lefties. So they're hitting them well with a 7,300 bucks. If you want to hope for some strikeouts, give me five or six innings. You can go that route. Or you can go Mitch Keller versus a very slumping, slumping, struggling Cincinnati Reds offense. An offense striking out 24.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. A 192 ISO and a 109 WRC plus. So if you have to go cheap, Perez and Keller are there. I'd probably pick Keller over Perez, but it's both just not good, period. I kind of want to stick in the Wood, Molly, Gibson range. If you want to go Wood and Gibson in the same lineup and then just pick apart bats from the other games, that's fine. Um, I, I'm, I think I'm just going to pay up for those three guys. That's where I'm at right now. Maybe we'll see lineups on a Monday. We'll get some really cheap, boring lineups, and we can make some different plays. But for now, it's Wood, Molly, Gibson for me. All right, the bats on this slate. Some interesting spots to target here. We'll start at the catcher's position. 
know, Carson Kelly versus Detweiler, who's going to be opening for Miami and then bullpen game. He's 5,100, a little pricey, but does make sense in that matchup. But if you want to save some money, you know, there's always Christian Vasquez at 43, not too bad. Maybe Victor Caratini gets to start in Coors. He's 37 versus Sensatella. Love the Padres versus Sensatella if the game plays. But Caratini at 37 does uh, bring a nice little value to that mix up there. Martin Maldonado versus the lefty Suarez uh, is 3,100. They say Suarez is stretched out in the minors. I still don't expect more than five, maybe six innings. I like the Houston bats quite a bit. So Maldonado at 31 brings some nice upside for you. Uh, Jacob Stallings at 27, if you're not using Molle, is a value we like quite a bit. And then other than that, check lineups. You might get some cheapies here and there. First base, you got Yuli Gurriel at 5,100 versus lefty. That's outstanding. It sucks he's priced up this high finally, but it's a great, great spot for him. You, know, you got Hosmer and Coors, fine. But Trey Boo at 48 versus the lefty Perez. Trey Boo Boo, let's do this. Let's do it. He's hitting 286 over his last 10 games, a couple home runs, nearly 10 DK points over his last 10 games on average. 4,800 bucks for Perez, definitely jumping on board there. Belts at 43 if you're fading Gibson. That's a nice, unique way to go about it. Um, a few others like Paven Smith's interesting at 4K. Uh, but Ryan Mountcastle, I already mentioned Trey Boo Boo. Mountcastle, first base outfit eligible for Baltimore. He's 3,500, and he's really started to heat up as well. Hitting 316 over his last 10 games with three extra base hits. Uh, averaging about seven points per game over his last 10. He has 12-0-20 over his last three. Really starting to get things going for Mountcastle at 3,500. So keep him on your radar against Martin Perez. The Baltimore Bats can be very, very sneaky in their games. So I'm looking forward to that. Otherwise, you know, Bobby Dahlback's always GBP viable. Maybe Matt Adams starts instead of Crone. He's 2,600. Crone's banged up. So you get Adams and Coors at 26. That's got a little bit of appeal to you there. Maybe Connor Joe starts at 24. He started over the weekend as well. So he could be something to look at. So check the lineups. You might find some interesting value for you. Second base position, you got McMahon and Coors. But Altuve versus Suarez at 51. Nice contrarian angle in his matchup. I like some Eduardo Escobar. The uh, D-backs are one of the fun kind of alternative plays on the evening. So you can go that route. Cronenworth and Coors, sure. Uh, Nick Solak, if you're attacking Wood, Solak's been swinging it really, really good. He's 4200 bucks, so he should be on your radar. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez led off on Sunday. He's been hitting towards the top of the order with Kiki Hernandez out. He's 3300 bucks in a very popular Boston stack. So you get some low-owned Marvin Gonzalez, potentially second-base outfield eligible at 3300 Could come in handy. Nixon Zell has been hitting towards the top of the Cincinnati Reds lineup and hitting very, very well since he's done that. I wrote him up in the Rotoballer um, waiver wire article for the outfield. He's got hits in four straight games. He's got hits in uh, six of his last seven games. So keep him on your radar. Swinging it pretty, pretty well of late. He's 3,100 for the Reds versus Keller. A few other options to look at um, as you go down at the second base position. Actually, no, no. Uh, I was going to say Trejo if you need to go really cheap. But I don't think you're going to need to do that tonight. Uh, third base, sure, Machado and Coors if the game plays. But Devers went deep again on Sunday. He's 5,200. Love me some Bregman in that lineup against the lefty. And just hitting the ball like crazy, period, of late. Hitting 350 over his last 10 with five extra base hits. He's averaging nearly 10 points per game. Put up a goose egg on Sunday, but then 17 and 21, 3, 5, 17. Really, really swinging it well for Bregman. So he's 5K against Suarez and company. Uh, love the Strohs this evening. Mentioned Escobar earlier. Um, if you want to go Miami, Brian Anderson's coming off the IL and he's hit the ball pretty well since he came off the IL. So keep him in mind. But like a Struble Cabrera, 3,700 first base, second base. If you are stacking the D-backs, that's a nice value. Piece of the stack, uh, Mikel Franco at 32, really cheap play against Martin Perez. Franco's been hitting horribly. 
so he's not hitting, period, is what it comes down to. But if you're stacking up Baltimore, it's an intriguing play against uh, Martin Perez that you can really try to take advantage of. If you get, basically, if you decide, I'm going to get really weird on this slate, Mikel Franco's cheap and could roll into form type situation. So something to keep in mind. And then if you are attacking Luis Garcia of Houston, Jose Rojas has been playing really, really well of late for the Angels with Rendon out. So he's 2,400 on DK. He'd be a super, super value that you could take a peek at. Shortstop, you got Tatis and Coors. He went deep on Sunday in, in San Francisco. So keep that one in mind. But like Bogarts at 54, absolutely love that play. Uh, Correa, don't mind that too much. You got Josh Rojas at 44, who's swinging a really hot bat for Arizona. But like B. Craw, if you're fading Gibson, Brandon Crawford at 42, and then IKF if you're fading Wood at 4K. I think if you have a Texas or a Giant stack, you're going to be super contrarian on this slate. I'm not sure I'm there, but it's something to definitely, definitely think about because the, the main stacks are going to be Boston and, and Houston for the most part, and the main pitchers are going to have some one or both of Wood and Gibson and possibly Molly. That's where most is going to go. So keep all that in mind when you're building your lineups on a six-game slate, potentially five-game slate, if Coors goes out. Like obviously Coors will be the the top stack, but I'm kind of I I'm I'm kind of planning like they're going to be out. I will definitely have some exposure to them, but I'd be ready to pivot type situation. All right, the outfield position you got Trout, sure. Castellanos at 56, swinging it really really well. Someone to keep on your radar, but Jordan Alvarez up to 51 now, and he's earned it. Crushing baseball, he's hitting 450 over his last 10 games, seven extra base hits, including four home runs. Averaging about 13 points, 13, 21, 12, 31 over his last four. Dude is just mashing, absolutely mashing baseballs. So Jordan at 51, very, very good looking play there. Uh, Trent Grisham and Coors at 47, don't mind it. Blackman's been swinging it well too, he's 48. But Jesse Winker versus Keller at 46, good good value play with Wink, the way he's swinging it. Mullins versus Perez at 44, I can get on board with that. Uh, Michael Brantley's there. Jared Walsh, if you want to be contrarian at 42. Will Myers loves hitting in Coors Field, who doesn't? But he really, really does. He's 4200 bucks, really cheap for Coors. Um, Alex Verdugo, we love playing him in cash and a part of Boston Stacks. He's only 4100 which is super, super affordable to keep him play. Um, going down farther, like Austin Hayes, if you're stacking Baltimore, is only 3800 He's worth a look. Mr. Ryan Mountcastle earlier at 35 Willie Calhoun's playing a little lefty leading off, so keep an eye on that at 33 But um, Kyle Tucker, monster Sunday, put up 34 DK points as he went two for three with a triple, a homer, four ribeyes. Starting to get going here. He's uh, 34-0-7-8 over his last four. It's only 3300 bucks in that matchup versus Suarez and company. So keep um, Tucker in mind for a value. Adelise Garcia, monster Sunday game. He's 32 versus Wood. Mentioned Sinzel at only 31. Tommy Pham, he's been hitting towards the top of that Padres lineup. He's in Coors at $3,100. If, he, if that game plays and he's in, the, in that lineup – you pretty much lock Tommy Pham into cash. So keep that in mind. Michael Talkman's only 28 versus Gibson. If you're not using Gibson, that's a very good value of Talkman because he's been leading off first right-handed pitching of late. So watch for that one. Other than that, like Steven Ducker, uh, he's 2,600, swinging a pretty good bat when he gets to start. He has to start, of course, but his last three starts, 8, 10, and 12 points. That's very, very productive for $2,600. So keep an eye on Duggar. Um, Kai Tom of Pittsburgh, if you're not using Molle. Tom's 2,400, 11, 23, 7, his last three starts. He's hit safely in four of his last five games and five of his last six games. He's been putting up like basically five or more points in every game that he at least gets a hit. So Kai Tom at 24, he's been hitting third for Pittsburgh. That's the other really appealing part in the middle of that order. I, I like I like Molle quite a bit. But if you're not using him, Tom at 30 or 24 is a very, very nice value. 
to keep in mind. All right, let's recap the pitching real quick. You got Wood, 98, Molly, 94, Gibson, 86. Those are my three best pitchers because this is just an ugly slate. If you want to put Wood and Gibson in the same lineup, I don't care tonight. But I think those three guys are, are where you need to focus. I like Luis Garcia a lot, but the Angels just don't strike out. They don't strike out at all. Like going into Sunday, the Angels, like we talked about this when they faced Cole the other day, but going into Sunday, the Angels strike out. That's up to 22%. That's a little more than usual, but still a 118 WRC plus good offense there. So I'm going to avoid Luis Garcia. That might be your uber, uber GPP pivot off of Gibson and company. So just keep that in mind. Maybe the Angels kind of roll out a, a subpar lineup. Might make Luis Garcia a little better. The other thing with Luis Garcia, that's tough. Four and two thirds, five, five and two thirds, four and a third. Doesn't go deep. He relies on having to strike out a lot of guys, which he struck out six or more. Uh, in those four starts, which is outstanding, but he has to have the strikeouts. So makes him very, very contrarian. If you need to punt, Perez and Keller is where you can go. If you're stacking up, obviously Coors Field. I'd love the Padres in that matchup for Cincinnati. Um, I'd really like to go there, but we got to make sure that game plays. It's kind of a sketchy, sketchy game. Otherwise, I think um, Houston, great spot there versus Suarez in the bullpen. Um, the Boston Red Sox for Jorge Lopez is a phenomenal look. Baltimore versus Martin Perez, not bad. Don't mind that a little bit of that uh, D-backs action there for Detweiler in the bullpen. But you can make arguments for a lot of these guys. Like, you wouldn't be shocked if Texas got the wood or if the Giants got the Gibson the way they're hitting the ball right now. But they're also offenses we've seen just, like, stall out. So really, really hit and miss points there. So I'll, I'm probably going to be avoiding those teams unless something changes in the next, you know, 12 hours or something. But that'll wrap us up. It's a quickie. Told you. Six games. In, out, done. Uh, check me out on Twitter at BDentric. Join the Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. It's free. Just hit me up. I'll get you in there. Go to rotoballer.com to check out my DFS content over there. If you'd like to be a premium member, which you have to be to read my content Monday, Wednesday, Friday, use promo code Bubba for an even bigger discount on an already ridiculously cheap season pass. So go check that out. Go give the podcast a rate and review on iTunes, MLB, DFS, Quick Hits. And while you're there, go rate and review Bench with Bubba. Would appreciate that quite a bit. And then check out the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Subscribe there and you can watch the video as well. But for now, everybody, enjoy your Monday. Don't get a case of the Mondays. Get a case of the green screens on a Monday. And I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, May 10th edition. I'm out. (laughs) 